This episode of the Autism Dead podcast is brought to you by Able Now, tax advantage savings accounts for eligible individuals with disabilities. For too long, Americans with disabilities could not save or invest in their future. Advocates fought hard to change this, resulting in a grassroots movement that changed the law so people with disabilities can achieve a better life experience. AbleNow accounts help eligible individuals save for the future without endangering certain disability benefits like Medicaid that are critical for health and independence. There's no enrollment fee, no minimum amount required to start your savings, and anyone can contribute to the account. AbleNow accounts are specifically designed for people with disabilities and available to qualified individuals in all 50 states. Funds in your AbleNow account can pay for a variety of qualified disability expenses related to health, independence, and quality of life. Able eligible individuals can open and manage their own account independently if they're over the age of 18. If they are under 18 or need assistance, a parent or other trusted guardian may open and manage the account as an authorized representative. Make 2023 the year that you get your finances in order. Learn if you or someone you know is eligible to open an AbleNow account at ablenow.com. That's A-B-L-E-N-O-W.com. Welcome to the Autism Dad Podcast. I'm Rob Gorski, and this show is inspired by my own personal journey as a single dad raising three autistic kids. It's all about special needs parenting, the challenges that we face every day, and some of the things we have to learn to navigate. This season, we're going to put a major focus on empowering parents. So we're going to talk about things related to services, supports, and resources, all those things that are very, very important when it comes to raising a special needs child. So Thank you for taking the time to tune in, grab a snack, pop in some earbuds, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. On this week's episode, I sat down with Dr. Crystal Morris. She is a scientist by trade with a background in research and development, but she's also a special needs mom. And her oldest reminds me a lot of my son, Gavin. And we talked about her journey and the challenges that she faced raising her kids and, and navigating the care system and all those things that I know a lot of you out there can relate to. And we also talked about how those challenges inspired her to create a solution called Meerkat Village. We all talk about the importance of a village, but there's a lot of challenges associated with building, maintaining, and keeping that village aligned, uh, all working towards the betterment of your child. So a lot of information here, guys. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. Thank you, Crystal, for taking the time to come on the show today and talk to me. Could you take a minute and just kind of tell us a little bit about who you are and help us get to know you a little better? Yeah, sure. So, uh, Rob, it's great to see you. Great to be here. Uh, my name's Crystal Morrison, and I'm the co-founder of Meerkat Village. Just a little bit about myself. I'm actually a scientist by, by training and spent uh, a long time in the R&D world. And at the same time I was growing my professional career, I was growing my family. And I have three teenagers, uh, 14, 17, and 19. Two of my children were adopted and, and had some pretty significant early trauma. And one of my children uh, is autistic and has a few different mental health diagnoses. So I've spent a lot of time, much like you, navigating the system of care to get my kiddos the support they need and, and myself the support I need, right? You you just mentioned something really interesting. And and first of all, I can relate to what you're saying because your oldest seems very similar to my oldest. And when you are dealing with a child that is medically complex or you know, they have some other kind of like physical or intellectual disability, uh, whether it's autism or anything else, trying to navigate the care system 
is a full-time job and it's overwhelming and it's daunting and it's very, very frustrating and it's exhausting, right? And so I was wondering if you could just sort of talk a little bit about that because I think that's something that a lot of people are able to connect with. And, you know, is that, is that something that you felt was a struggle in your life trying to coordinate all of those, all of those things? Like, does that make sense? I mean, I could totally relate to that. That's the the challenge that that I faced for years. I mean, I, I've told people, and I'm not exaggerating on this, Rob, for my oldest child alone across two different states, I would say there's been no less than like 150 different people in my my oldest son's life over the years. So it could be everything from teachers to therapists to in-class aides, mobile therapists to even some of the natural supports in our family, extended family members, coaches, scout leaders, your rock climbing coaches, for example. Um, but so many different people coming in and out of our life to support my child. I mean, just just think about the number of people that you probably have in your boy's life um, and have had over the past number of years. Um, it's a tremendous challenge trying to keep all of those people on the same page. It's a tremendous challenge, almost a full-time job, you know, interfacing between everyone and, and making sure they have the right information about your child to be able to support your child um, as, as best as, as they can. And so, you know, we always say it takes the village, but man, keeping your village together and, and feeling like you're empowered and you're empowering your village, <laughs> it's a full-time job, especially when you've got three kids, right? Oh, oh yeah. I, I can totally, totally relate to that. There was a, there was a point where, uh, when my kids were younger, where there would be, yeah like no less than a dozen appointments a week sure. between the three of them. Sure. And, and sometimes more, right. And that would go on for years and years and years. And, you know, whether it was OT, PT, speech, uh, you know, my youngest had some feeding issues mm -hmm. uh, for a little while and we had additional speech therapy appointments for the feeding uh, therapies. And I guess a lot of people don't know that you go to speech Very true. or, you know, feeding problems like that, but you do. <laughs> Very true. And that's another appointment that you have to go to. Uh, and it's, it's just exhausting and it's constant. And I just, uh, it's overwhelming. Yeah. It's really interesting because I hadn't, I hadn't planned on going in this direction, but I'm really glad that we did. Uh, I get a lot of questions from parents on social media or on a blog or they email me or whatever, but especially a lot of parents who are, who are, you know, parents to newly diagnosed kids and even parents who who have like multiple kids. And then like their third kid gets a diagnosis and, and, and they're facing this sort of like tsunami of, and, and they've used that term before, like the tsunami of appointments and caregivers and providers. It's really overwhelming. And, and I guess I just wanted to get your thoughts on this while we were talking about this. What are some of the challenges or what are the common challenges that, that parents to newly diagnosed kids are facing? Can you, can you kind of talk about that for a minute? Well, you know, I know the struggles that, that I've faced and I know in talking to hundreds, probably thousands of different parents, I think we all share that um, degree of, of frustration that often happens at different levels at different times. 
um, overwhelmed, overwhelmed by the, the system of care and the lack of connectedness and collaboration between caregivers. Um, other challenges simply, you know, uh, time and effective and efficient communication, you know, just spending uh, an amazing amount of time uh, calling, texting, emailing, playing phone tag with different providers um, to try to get the information you need or to try to make sure that that provider has been in touch with the teacher and so on and so forth. Um, and then at the end of the day, uh, even when we have a really uh, great care team, there's oftentimes, you know, lots of different strategies that we're talking about, you know, and, and you're left wondering and feeling frustrated, like, are, are the teachers implementing that strategy at school? Or is there something that they're doing at school or in aftercare that I should be doing at home that would be helpful? And so it's just that, that constant that constant level of frustration and overwhelm and wondering, you know, is, or am I doing the right thing? Am I, you know, do I have the right people in my child's life? Is everybody on the same page? And, you know, ultimately is all of this that I'm doing actually improving uh, outcomes for my child? You know, my child may never have the ability to speak, but maybe they make progress in different ways. Can we see that progress? And, you know, you know, I say all of this, but at the end of the day, one of the biggest challenges that I personally faced, and I know that many parents face as well, is just guilt, feeling like everyone <laughs> thinks that it's your fault that your child has challenges or that you're not doing enough, um, almost being disempowered by the system and feeling like things are, are your fault and feeling guilty. Um, and that's something that we don't always talk about, but it's there. It's real, right? Yeah. Uh, I was just thinking this today, actually, uh, as I was driving my kids to school. We, we had a rough morning. Yeah. You know, and I was definitely not as patient as I should have been. Mm. And as I'm driving home, I'm just thinking like, I am so, I feel like a failure. Like, I feel like I have let my kids down and, and they're just, I mean, it wasn't anything crazy. It was just, yeah. I was frustrated trying to get them out the door. We were 45 minutes late to, to school and, and it was over socks, yeah. right? Like socks being itchy yep. and trying to find a pair. Like I've, I've bought so many socks over the years, I've, uh, hundreds and hundreds of socks and, and probably 10% of them have been worn Yeah, because the other, the other 90% don't don't feel right. You know? And so I was just, I just didn't have it today yep. to do that. Yep. And, and that guilt is so, it's so visceral, right? Like yeah. it's just really, so, so when you were, when you were saying that, like, I just, I started kind of getting emotional yeah. because I, it, it immediately took me back to this morning and I could so relate to that. I could so relate to that. And, and when you feel those things, it makes like everyday life and all, and, and facing all of these challenges in, in some kind of cohesive manner, even that much harder. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I, I think, I think your level of functioning is, is impacted, you know, by that. And, and so how, how do we help parents to overcome is probably not the right word because I don't know that we can ever really make some of that stuff go away, but how do we, 
how do we better manage that? So, uh, you know, I would love to say that there is a quick, quick fix for this. I know that um, for for myself and and you know what I'm telling you right now too is we do have to give ourselves some some grace. Um, and when it comes to my own family and my own guilt and my own behavior that I, you know, when I lose patience, um, I do try to, you know, apologize to my kids and, and, and do that and, you know, explain that, you know, I didn't handle a certain situation very well, whether they understand, understand the apology or not, that's what I try to do. But from a bigger standpoint, I think that, you know, we really need to reframe the conversation in a lot of ways and remind parents. And, and I, I hope for all of those that are listening, you'll, you'll really listen to this piece. And that is that you, you're the subject matter expert on your child. And despite the guilt, despite the frustration, despite the overwhelm, you know, you, you know, and love your child and your intentions are to do everything possible to, to help your child get the support they need. And that doesn't mean that you're going to do or say or be the right thing all of the time. You're not, you're not. Um, but you're going to be that expert on your child. You're going to do everything you can on their behalf. And, you know, part of the ways that we can do that is, is by leveraging our village more effectively and efficiently. Um, but we have to give ourselves some grace, Rob. We, we have to, whether we're good at it or not, we have to. That's really, really good advice, Crystal. And, you know, there's two things that are really connected with. The first one was, you know, you talked about giving yourself grace, allowing yourself grace. And I, and I think that's so important. And it's something that, you know, two decades into my journey, I still struggle with. You know, and I, and I know so many other parents out there listening right now are struggling with that same thing. And I, and I really think that, you know, you at home need to just, you need to hear that and, and just take it as, as a nudge, just to sort of remind you to, to be kind to yourself, right? Because you're not perfect. You're never going to be perfect. This is a tough job and you're doing the best that you can. And that's all anybody can ask, right? You're going to make mistakes. That's just the way it is. And you got to be okay with that. You've got to allow yourself that grace. So I think that was really good advice. The second thing that you mentioned, and I think it's a really good segue into uh, the next segment here, is more effectively leveraging your village. You know, it, it really does take a village. It absolutely takes a village. And I think so many parents struggle to not only make their village or build their village, uh, but to maintain it and, and keep everyone communicating and on the same page so that everyone's working toward that same common goal, which is the betterment of the child in question. So you and I had talked before, and one of the way, reasons that we initially connected was because of Meerkat Village. And I wanted to just take a couple of minutes and talk about what Meerkat Village is, because I think that it's a really cool thing that you're doing. And I think that it can really help a lot of parents to uh, kind of organize all of this stuff that they have to kind of deal with and, and keep people communicating and, and all of that. So could you just kind of introduce what Meerkat Village is? and uh, how it works? 
Yeah, absolutely. So Meerkat Village is a new a new tech platform that builds collaboration and communication among all of the adults that surround a child. And that includes both professional supports like teachers and therapists, as well as all of the natural supports like fam- family members, grandparents, coaches, etc. Um, and so the parent very easily can download the app and create the village for their child and then invite in their support support system into the digital platform. One of the issues that like we've had, especially with my oldest, who has had, I mean, at any one time, geez, I mean, he could have a dozen different care providers sure, e- easily when he was younger. And they're not all connected, right? They're in different facilities. And, you know, what, what one does impacts what the other does. But there was really no cohesive way of getting everybody to communicate. It was it was letters back and forth or, mm-hmm. or maybe phone calls, but those are kind of hit and miss because nobody... Yep. Nobody seems to be able to connect with phone calls when you're that busy. So so how can Meerkat Village help to address some of those problems that parents are dealing with? Yeah. So I've had that exact same challenge that you have. And I know that probably almost everybody that's listening has has faced that same challenge. Um, Meerkat Village is both HIPAA and FERPA compliant. And this is very important because when a parent invites a villager in, let's say the therapist or teacher or or doctor, the parent actually creates a HIPAA consent authorization form and release of information form within the platform and digitally signs off on that when they send the invitation to that professional. And so the professional can be, you know, really confident that the the HIPAA, HIPAA regulations are covered, that this is very similar to if the parent gave a written HIPAA consent authorization form to in in person, in hand, by in paper, um, to the physician to talk to the therapist or teacher. So it's leveraging that idea. Um, and, and so it is compliant. And many professionals are curious about that. They're like, oh, well, I'm not sure. But it's um, basically streamlines what already exists. And that's our ability as parents to give consent for professionals to talk um, and collaborate about our children. So how, like practically speaking, like in mm-hmm. everyday life, how, how can, how can families use Meerkat uh, Village? Do you have like, like an example of, of something that really seems to work for families? Yeah. So there's, there's three functions of Meerkat Village, uh, team, do, and track. And the team function, uh, you know, p- parents use that to basically chat back and forth with all of their uh, their village, their care providers, um, and that's just really easy because it's it's basically a group text, but you are completely confident that within the platform, everyone has your consent to be there, and you can't forward and copy messages and so on and so forth. Um, The other two features are what we call do and track. And do is all about adult action plans and strategies. And track allows the team to track the progress of the child over time. And so, for example, you know, many, many of our children struggle with transitions. I know this is a a really, really tough area for my uh, oldest son is how 
to navigate those transitions. And when he was younger, certainly, and we have different strategies now, when he was younger, the strategies we used involved a visual schedule and also verbal warnings prior to a transition. So that was the strategy that we adults were using at home and at daycare and even at t-ball practice, right? So that could be captured as a do. And then adults could simply check whether they use that strategy or not. And then likewise, an example of a track is bedtime. Bedtime was always a real battle in my house. It could be another trigger in your house and other houses. But, you know, we, the, the desired outcome was to be calmly in bed by nine o'clock. The undesired would be having a pretty significant meltdown. And so we wanted to monitor, you know, the progress we were making around bedtime. And that's one example of, of things that you could be using to track progress. But there are any number of different ways that you could, you know, create strategies and also track progress. And that's just a couple of uh, quick examples. So, so families can take Meerkat and they can kind of customize it mm -hmm. to what fits for their family. Exactly. You know, what all, all of our children have different goals. They have different strategies that work for them. There's certainly not one way that works for everyone. And so Meerkat Village really gives the, the parent and the villagers the opportunity to use the functions, but use them in a lot of different and creative ways, depending on what their child's goals are and what the strategies they're using to support their child. Okay. So if if parents, you know, par the, the parents that are out there listening right now and they want to know, okay, like how, how do they get started on this? Mm -hmm. How, how do they get started? So as a parent or a legal guardian, all you have to do is go to the app store or Google play and download the app and create a subscription for your child. You create a simple bio on your child, and then you can start inviting villagers in. And there's absolutely no fee for, for villagers to join. Um, you can have as many villagers in your platform as you desire. But it's very easy to get access to Meerkat Village and get your village charted for your child. Uh, and you did you mentioned subscription. So is there a monthly fee? Yes. Um, the subscription is $19 a month um, or a reduced um, subscription rate of $199 a year. Okay. And that one, the one subscription fee covers, uh, everybody, right? So everybody. you can, you can add as many people to your village as possible or as possible as you need. And, uh, <laughs> it's possible to cram all of them in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, everybody else who's joining, there's no, there's no paywall for them. So exactly. there's nothing that will discourage them from wanting to participate because exactly. it, it would streamline things and make it easier for them. It doesn't cost them anything. That's correct. They okay. receive they receive an email uh, from the platform letting them know that they've been invited to the village, and there's you know a link to downloading the app within the email, and that automatically um, directs them to downloading the app, but it directs them to to joining the village, not creating a new village, and so there is absolutely no fee associated with that. Okay, and. 
the other thing that I wanted to touch on, because we had talked a little bit about this prior to recording, mm -hmm. you guys have created a parent advisory program. That's correct. Do you want to, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yes. So, you know, Meerkat Village, even though we've done uh, a pilot in the past and we've done lots of testing, it's really important to us to um, engage very closely with parents, especially as we release the, the new version. And so our parent advisory group is parents that are obviously interested in Meerkat Village and using it for their child. Um, but also have a real interest in providing feedback and helping us, you know, chart the direction for where Meerkat Village is going to go in the future. You know, what does our roadmap uh, look like for the product? And so that's what the parent advisory group is. There's uh, no fee to join. Uh, all those who are in the parent advisory group get an unlimited, unrestricted license for Meerkat Village uh, for as long as they want. And so, you know, the more people who use this and provide feedback, mm -hmm. the better they can, they can, um, evolve the platform to meet your needs. And so exactly. if, if you're a parent and you're using Meerkat Village and you're like, Ooh, I wish it could do this, or I, I wish it was worded this way, or, yes. you know, this feature was there. That's what this program is for. You provide that feedback. You can implement those, those changes. Then, you know, those updates get pushed out. And, and you guys get to benefit from uh, really having the, the, the app kind of catered to what your needs are. Okay. And it's a really, you know, it's, it's a, I'm thinking about this and it's really kind of a unique way to empower parents because so many times we have to just deal with things the way they are. And this is an opportunity to use Meerkat Village at no cost and be able to help shape it so that it can better meet your needs. I mean, maybe it meets your needs right out the gate, but maybe it doesn't. And your feedback can help other families who are in maybe exactly. a similar situation. And there's just something about having a voice and, and seeing your, your thoughts and your feelings on something taken seriously and then implemented and seeing that change like in real life. I, I just, I think that's empowering. You know? Yeah. I think it's also very exciting for parents um, to be part of shaping something shaping something that's going to have an impact on so many children and families. Um, and then also, you know, obviously we're, we're interested in that feedback on the usability to, to shape the future of the platform, but we also want to use that feedback to make sure that we're doing a good job onboarding our customers, that we're doing a good job of setting up other customer success and support features that help our um, our, our families be more successful while they're in the platform. Um, mm -hmm. So all of those things are very, very important, not just like, you know, what the button looks like or a feature, but that overall performance in, in how we're helping our families be successful using the platform. I, I really, I really like that. And I think, I think that's a very positive thing. And I wish more, especially app, designers yeah. would do that. Cause there's so many times you look at something and you're like, Oh my God, like I, I wish it would just do it like this or why. And you have very little control or input on any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And this is an opportunity to help, to help shape an app that can make your life and then countless other families' lives more streamlined, more efficient and, and keep that, you know, community 
communicating, right? For, for the betterment of your own child. And, and I think that's just a really powerful thing. And, and I think it's really cool that you guys are doing that. Awesome. Yeah, we're, we're excited about it because, you know, we've done lots of testing. We've done the pilot, we've done the beta testing. But, you know, when you're really close to something, sometimes you just miss things. And, and so that's the whole purpose of the usability study and the parent advisory group is to, to just catch things that maybe we've missed. But like I said, shape the future of the product and also the future of how we help our families be successful with the product. So if someone wants to do this, what is the best way for them to connect with you guys? Yeah. So go to our website, uh, meerkatvillage.com. Go to the contact page. You can enter your name, your email address. And then in the message, uh, the message box, just simply say that you're interested in the parent advisory group. I'll get back to you and uh, get you lined up with uh, a village and, and get moving. Um, we are just starting this, so we're gathering people across the U.S. We've got a number of people interested, and uh, we'll be um, adding to that uh, over the next several months. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you just visit meerkatvillage.com, and you can check out, you know, Meerkat Village. And if you're interested in that program, just hit the contact form and put uh, Parent Advisory Group in there, and they'll be in touch. That's, Absolutely. that's pretty, pretty straightforward. Uh, thank you, you know, for doing everything that you're doing. I really appreciate your time and uh, helping to streamline things for parents like us, right? Because yeah, you know right. what it's like. I know what it's like. And, you know, I, I just said this to uh, in a recent interview, you know, it's really cool when people create something to find a to they have a problem in their life. And they, there isn't a current solution for it. So they create that solution and then they're able to share it with other families and things born out of that type of circumstance, I think really have a significant impact, you know, and, and this is one of those things. So I, I appreciate what you guys are doing. Um, I've been digging around Meerkat village myself for Gavin, because we're looking at, you know, as he's getting more independent, I think it's a cool thing for him to be able to have access to all these people in one place, right? So we can all communicate back and forth. And uh, it's kind of a nice way to stay in the loop without micromanaging, you know? That's, so That's correct. And, and as you know, my, my oldest, my 19 year old is, is also an adult like Gavin and, you know, he's using it to help with, with accountability. So it's, it's not just for little kids, <laughs> but uh, that, that is the audience we're targeting right now. Thank you, Crystal. This has really been a, a really cool conversation. I really enjoyed it. And I'm so grateful that you are so open about the struggles that you faced when you were raising your kids and maybe that you still face now, even as they're, you know, older and, and how that inspired you to create Meerkat Village. I think it's so amazing when, when parents identify a problem in their life and they can't find a solution. So they create the solution. And then that solution can be helpful to not only them, but countless other families as well. And, and that's just, that's so powerful and it's so inspiring. And I just, I really appreciate it. So I will make sure that I have all of the information from Meerkat Village in the show notes below. You guys can just visit meerkatvillage.com or click the link in the show notes. There'll be instructions on how to sign up for the parent advisory group. Should you be interested in doing that? Uh, as always, you can find me at listen.theautismdead.com. All my information is on that site. 
you guys, this was a great talk. I hope this helps. Crystal, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. We'll talk soon.